is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is KJ Live with Chris Johnson. And Chris is having conversations with influencers in the sports world and entertainment industry. Now here's Chris Johnson. This is KJ Live. Chris Johnson is in the building. Today's guest on the show, former college basketball coach in New York City legend, Emmanuel Book Richardson is in the building. What's up, Book? Hey, Chris, I appreciate it. Sometimes that word legend, man, it's, it's... It's thrown around. I'm not sure if I'm there yet, so, but I appreciate the love. Nah, man, with you, hey, in our eyes, and for those that know, you a legend, my man. Um, Book, for those of us out here that don't know your background, just talk a little bit. I do this every show, right? I started off the same way with everybody. I want to know where you were born, the city, and the neighborhood. So, again, I've always said, man, I'm New York's own. I was born in Queens, uh, raised in Harlem, lived in the Bronx, spent a little bit of time in Brooklyn. The only place that I haven't um, lived in 
was uh, is Staten Island. But again, I always show I, I try to show my love to all five boroughs um, and, and also like upstate, you know, living in Yonkers. But, you know, um, my basketball beginnings are extremely humble um, in Harlem, you know, Dunleavy Millbank Center. Happened to be around some, you know, pretty talented young men. And, and at the time, I think started at 10 years old. You know, my, my stepfather had a, a candy store on 117th in Lenox. And he sold almost everything out of that candy store. So a lot of the things that I saw um, uh, that, that were abnormal became extremely normal to a 10-year-old. And basketball was my outlet. And, and I was, again, extremely blessed to have some great people um, to be involved, you know, like Mike Wright who was a coach of mine, um, you know, Shavon Glover, who, who, you know, very close in age, but just always took me under her wing and, and introduced me to, you know, to basketball and the love of basketball. Th those people, you know, I, I don't talk about enough, um, who really gave me an insight to, man, this is such a beautiful game. Yeah. And Tommy Swinton, you know, who coached me at 10 and 11 years old in, yeah. in this deal called um, Small Fry, five foot one and under. Okay. Eight foot baskets. Okay. Okay. I remember that. I remember those days. <laughs> so um, th th those are some of the people that, that have introduced me into basketball and, and, you know, started me on this crazy journey. Now you came up uh, with the, the, talk about the AAU scene just as a 10 year old in your era in New York, what was it like? Who were some of the contemporaries coming up hooping along the same time as you? I was extremely fortunate and blessed to watch Kenny Anderson, Wow. You know, at, at, at 12 and 13 years old, wow. you know, I got to see Chibs. Um, you know, you watch guys like Malik Sealy, oh, yeah. um, Adrian Autry, Brian Reese, Anthony mm. Cade, uh, Daryl Reed, you know, Michael Thompson, Eddie Rivera, Chucky Martin. You know, th those guys who, who were really good in all city guys. It was it was way different because now you travel so much, you know, in AU back when I was growing up. Before you got to high school, it was maybe one or two trips. You know, it was the Nationals or it was Small Fry or it was Little Lads. But it wasn't like made hoops, you yeah, know, big deal. made hoops circuit. Yeah. And, 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 and Chad has done an awesome job with made hoops. But I've also said to Chad that you've opened Pandora's box. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now, you, you know, I think some of us who, who want to be guardians of the game, the quote unquote legends, you stand at that. You stand in front of Pandora's box and, and, and you try to not let it be open much more because right. it's already open. Right. So, like I said, for me, having an opportunity to watch Kenny Anderson, like we're in Atlantic City, I watched him get 80 points Dang. in an all-star game. You know, I, I, I watched him, um, you know, be the best in the city. I watched Khalid Reeves, you know, I, I watched Derek Phelps, um, you know, Conrad McCray, Jamal Mashburn, you know, in my era of, of, of high High school basketball was, you know, I'm not saying it was the golden age, but yeah. we were looked at as the baby Big East. You know, you had, you at one point, you know, you had multiple teams from the Catholic High School League in the top 10 in USA Today basketball. Yeah, I remember. I remember. So, uh, you know, th that's what I grew up with. And I think, like, right now, this we've skipped steps. You know, we consistently skip steps. And now we have everyone that's things like it's the microwave era i can do it right now or right. you know hey my seventh grader needs a deal and it's like it's wild it's wild grader was really good about him he's gonna be an eighth grader <sighs> you know but it's just it, there's so much more attention that's on it the parental involvement is is is, is there and and like i said i've i'm now looking at a situation where i talked about this before there was a van culture 
where all the kids got in the van and they were with a coach and they listened to the and now there's a car culture because the parents are now driving their kids everywhere and guess who they're listening to? Them, the parents. So that agenda is now, hey, and, and I would say this because there's also a love, a genuine affection and love for the parents because if you do this as a, since second grade on, Chris, yeah, yeah. you're now a consumer, you know, mm-hmm. and, and any good business person understands that the consumer is always right. Yeah. So if I'm a parent and, and I've been shelling out money to go to a tournament, you know, every three to four months, Guess what? That's now an investment. Right. Whereas we didn't have that. The coach, the coach was always right. And, and, you know, there wasn't a lot of switching teams. Now, again, like I said, I've had guys switch teams, you know, middle of middle of middle of a tournament. And, you know, again, the parents talk, the adults, excuse me, talk about leadership. And it's like in the real world, if you're at a job, you can't just leave. No. You know, there's a two week notice. There's certain protocol that you go through. Right. Word. And like I said, I don't blame my parents. I blame our adults. I blame our, our, our you know, our older coaches who, who don't address that situation because we're willing to win at any cost. And my point is, what are we willing to win? What are you winning? Yeah, a, turn, a trophy. You know, seven grade nationals. Yeah, a medal. Yeah, like, yeah, well, that's nice. But when they get to college and we say, well, what's wrong? Well, when they get to college, there's no unified, you know, high school situation where there's a shot clock. In college basketball, there's a shot clock. Absolutely. There's some in some states. There's no three man. There's no three man officiating crew. There's two men, you know. So again, why is there a disconnect? The disconnect starts with the adults. Yeah, the kids will do what we what, what we ask them to do, but the yeah. disconnect starts with the adults. So again, I was fortunate enough that ruled and kind of turned out okay. Yeah, to now where the you know the adults who are ruling now, it's about can I get a sneaker contract? Can I get a point on the contract? You know, can I can I make sure that I do the kids marketing? <laughs> yeah. Now, book. But let me ask you something about that. Do you think that's that's wrong? Like, because you come from a, a, there's the dip, there's different type of basketball people. There's the folks that do it out the love. They don't care about getting a dime. If they did get a dime, it's not for them. It's for the kids, etc. And then there's the there's the guys that have the other agendas that are doing it to get the point on the contract, to get the marketing deal set up with the agent. Talk about, though, you know, just the differences in them two type of guys that exist in our culture. I have no issue with anyone, how they conduct their business. Again, I'm the guy that went to jail for 90 days. So I always go back to however you conduct your business, just make sure the kid's good. Yeah. And if you have a situation where there's a kid that you, you think like, hey, he needs help and he's need, he wants your help and, and someone's asking for your help, again, to each his own, just make sure the kid's good. Because Word. if and when the kid's good, everyone else will be good. Yeah. But if the kid's not good, like, you know, we're, we're trying to push the kid because that's the ticket. Eventually, if he's not good, then no one's going to be good. And I'm like, not to talk in riddle, but I, I've always said, when it's, you know, when a kid's set up for a situation to go to the right school and that school takes care of that kid or whomever, but the kid is being taken care of and he's being, he's being looked after, he's being um, coached, he's being held accountable. Well, that's helping him in life. Yep. And if that kid can, if he can make progress in life, he's going to turn in, he or she's going to turn into a young, you know, young man or woman. Sure. And they're going to have the principles and morals sure. based on, I know what's right and wrong. Right now, we have, you know, we, we have young, young kids that turn into these adults that they're 28 years old and they're still on scholarship. 
And it's like, well, I didn't, I didn't teach you how to fish because I, I kept feeding you. And now guess what? I don't feed you no more because I got to find the next one. You, 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 you kind of like fall, fall from grace. Yeah. So yeah. again, I, that's the school thing, you know, cause again, if let's say a university, you know, a, a high major university said, Hey, our retention, you know, we want to keep you around. So each year you stay, we'll, we'll, we'll give you at the end of, at the end of your year, yeah. we'll give you 20 grand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 30 grand. And after every year, hey, you, I, have an inf- I have an incentive to stay. I stayed. I have a 2-3 after my first year. I got a 2-5 after my second year. I got a 2-7 after my third year. And by the way, I got a 3-0 at the end of my fourth. Look what we're creating into the world. Versus these kids are not leaving because they quote unquote want to. This is just their platform to basically go make money because there's no, there's nothing else in the country that a kid that you're telling a kid, he has to do something. I always say this. If Chris Brown or Justin Bieber had to go to school for a year, do you know what people would do to get him? <laughs> if Rihanna or Britney Spears had to go to school for a year, please, they're forced to go to school. Yep. You know how talented they are? Do you know what the, what the executive at Sony would do? Yeah, everything, everything. There's no telling. But we always, you know, we, we, we make a to demonize the revenue generating sports that are played by who? Black. And my point is like, guys, if you gave them an incentive to stay other than, hey, you're going to graduate, you got guys that graduate and they can't balance a checkbook. Nah. That's a good point. Because it's always done. So, you know, again, I think there's there are a lot of things that can be done, especially sure. with these platforms. And, you know, as I looked at as I looked at what I knew at 10 versus what I know at 48, like this, you know, but even answering the question, I don't look down my nose at anyone, how they conduct their business. Just make right. sure that that kid is, off, is, is all right. Yeah, because sure. if the kid's fine. Like again, LeBron James growing up, you don't think he had how many people he had pulling at him? He again, he oh, got through all the noise. Again, he dealt with mom. You know, he dealt with the, you know his, the four horsemen. He dealt with high school. He, by the way, he's one of the most powerful people in in, in sports. Yep, he's one of the most powerful powerful people in the world with his platform. By the way, he was the one that wasn't supposed to do it. That just came straight out of high school. Come on, man. Yep, with nothing, with his mom. Nah, much respect to Bron. With his mom. Gloria. Yeah. Book, um, St. Raymond's. You went to St. Raymond's. Talk a little bit about that experience there and then your college choice and why you decided to go that route. St. Raymond's was probably the greatest time of my life. I was I I was a kid that was tough to coach. You know, Coach Gary DeSeas, I give him all the credit in the world. He's like a dad to me. But, you know, I was a 13, 14 year old kid who had all the answers. I was a 13, 14 year old kid who, you know, who I was in the streets. I was a kid that Whatever I didn't learn, the streets taught me. And I was a really quick learner. And the, the joke used to always be like, hey, books graduating from UCLA. What's that? The university on the corner of Lenox Avenue. Ooh. Because whatever my mom didn't teach me, you know, my mom had me at 15 years old. We grew up together. Word. Whatever she didn't teach me, the streets were willing to teach. And the streets are undefeated because the streets have no plan. Right. So you go to St. Raymond's. That was the most disciplined that I've ever had to deal with. As a freshman, I get like 18 a game. And this guy, Gary, Co- Coach DeCesar, moves me up. 
and I'm playing with Terrence Wrencher, the all-time leading scorer at the University of Texas. Texas. Best friend in life. Our sophomore year, we play varsity. And I think we have like, over like 11 and 17, we get punished. It's Terrence, Orlando, Antigua. <laughs> Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, I know. I know all these guys. <laughs> um, we had Linwood McGreer, Carl uh-huh. Green. Okay. We get punished. But the great thing about it, we didn't skip a step. We took our lumps. Yeah. Junior year, we get we get on the scene and we again, those we played hard. Coach the season had a plan. We we get like we have a really good freshman team, Dana Dingle, Danny Basil, they're on those teams. Wow. Um, Trevor Redfern, like those guys are younger, but guess what? We're playing and we have a system. And coach, what he does is he holds me accountable. What uncomfortable. Like with throw, like again, I've learned a lot what not to do because of Coach DeCesar. But on the flip side, he had to do that at the time. Because you got again, you got a guy that's running rough shot. I'm the leader of that team, whether I wanted to be or not, because those guys kind of were like, you know, they gravitated towards you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they, they gravitated, they gravitated yeah. because again, I'm the kid with two hundred dollar shoes as a freshman. Yeah, yeah. I'm the guy like, you know. I had certain things. I was afforded certain things because of what I was doing in the streets. Right, right. So again, you know, you come to school with a pocket full of money and they're like, you don't work. Yeah. Or you you come to school and it's like, you got the new joints on. Those joints don't come out for two weeks. You got three pair of them? Yeah, high school. Yeah, high school, you the man. Come on now. (laughs) So, um, what, and what happens, they didn't realize that, you know, I had these, I had these issues, man. You know, again, didn't grow up with a father. Um, my mom again was, you know, she was learning herself as she's growing up more my sister than anything else. I saw so much, I, I saw so much grief. You know, I saw my first dead body at 10 years old. Um, and, and, you know, so when I got to high school, you know, you go through your freshman year, you have success. My sophomore year, I started falling out of love because the streets always had, I, I, I was always in love with, 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 with two women. And I'm just telling you, man, it's when the streets have a hold of you, they, they got you because the allure of the fast cars, the pretty women, you know, I'm 14 years old. I'm dating a 17 year old. No, I'm 15. I'm 15. I'm dating a 38 year old. Like just Word. think about that. Word. The lunacy in that, that wasn't helping me. That was taking away my innocence. So as I say that my junior year, we have a great, you know, great year. You know, we beat top in one week. We beat talent time. Adrian Autry, McDonald's All-American. Yeah. Brian Reese, McDonald's All-American. Anthony K, McDonald's All-American. We then beat Hayes, Jamal Mashburn, <laughs> New York State Player of the Year. This is our junior year. Yeah. And these guys are seniors. Yeah. And then we, um, I forgot who else we beat in that week, but we became nationally ranked. So, you know, like Shawnell Scott, excuse me, like people forget about these names, but like these guys are like NBA players. Yeah. And then, you know, we get to the quarterfinals of, of the, the city playoffs and we play against Christ the King. Oh. Khalid Reeves and Derek Phelps, they get 26 apiece on me and Terrence. Khalid was supposed to get 26. Derek wasn't supposed to. Like, <laughs> that wasn't his deal. So he punished me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uncomfortable. <laughs> but you know what? We took our lumps and then we came back as seniors. So as seniors, now you got, you got guys who were three-year starters. Myself, Orlando, Terrence. You have Dana Dingle, 
went to UMass. Danny Basil, who went to Maris, who could, I mean, who shot it. Um, we had a lot of weapons, man. Yeah. Tyler Brown, who was a sophomore, Damon Bonaparte. And I say these names because they're still important to me because oh, yeah. I never, I never want to let legends die. Mm-mm. I can keep a legend alive if, if I speak them into, you know, into existence. Absolutely. So those guys were important because St. Raymond's in 1991, we won our first ever city championship game. Oh, that was your first one. Okay. First one ever. And by the way, I'm going to tell you the great, the greatest story. I was late to that game because I wanted to go get a haircut. <laughs> Where you get your haircut at? My, you know, my, <laughs> my godmother at the time and, and my brother, you know, you know, be the barber, Brian, who's, he was like, yo, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? Why are you here? I want to look fresh for TV. He said, fuck out of here what are you doing and i showed up late and you know the athletic director looked at me and gary you know coach looked at me and we won the game and it was one of those things man I, I just was like he knew that i didn't pout i was cheering and and because it was more about the team because the team was my family Word. you know i don't you know i don't have a lot of biological siblings but again through the streets i've i've, I've gotten a lot of love and I've gotten so many, you know, uh, <laughs> brothers and sisters and moms and dads, because that's the one thing that I, I, I never knew I wanted, but I needed it. So you go to St. Raymond's my senior year, man. I thought I was going to Hawaii. Who's the coach? Out and they there? came to uh, Riley Wallace. Riley. Yep. OK. Sent an assistant to come see me because we had played in Hawaii. Um, and we look so we went we, we won. We won the championship in Hawaii. We beat Hawker Prep. Okay. Then we tra- went from Hawaii to San Diego. And then, ch- so at that time, I think we were number one and number two in the country. We played yeah. against St. Anthony's yeah. in the championship game of uh, San Diego. Wow. Danny Hurley punished me. <laughs> but yeah, like 28 in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it was cool. funny because Danny just had my number, man. Like, yeah. I could play well against anybody else. It's just, I- Danny had my number. Yeah, yeah. Five-star, all-star game. You know, I remember Clark Francis saying it was no competition. I was like, I'll kill Danny. No, no, you won't book. No, you won't. And, and we we kind of laugh at that to this day because Danny's like, book, because I played against you, I was able to get a Division One scholarship. Wow. Wow. That's hilarious. So, you know, again, I'm very honest about my career and who I am. You know, I think sometimes guys shy away from that. Like, if somebody was better than me, they were better than me. Word. That's Word. okay. Yeah. Go through the year, and I'm, I'm telling you, I fell out. I fell out. I fell out of love with basketball, man. I just the streets. The so you street. was heavy. You was heavy in the streets, book. So like, how much time in the streets was you actually really spending? Just so people can get an idea, just of like your actual, and not getting too deep, but just hours, like all day or what, man? Like, was you only hooping, and then you back out to the streets at right after practice, or you going home, or you chilling? I mean. Talk about that he process. Bought I bought it with me. You know, it was times when coach went to my locker and I was like, that's not mine. That's not my locker. Word. I had like three or four lockers. Word. So, you know, it's one of those things where it, it became survival. Um, I lost my I lost my stepfather who who provided. So, I, you know, I lost him as a sophomore um, and I had to figure some things out because, again, mom, you know, she did the best that she could do. She, she gave me everything she could do. But again, as as you know, as kind of the man of that house, you have to figure some things out. And, you know, when we we practiced, you know, he would always say, I want to make you tired so you don't go back outside. So, you know, if we got done with practice at 630, you know, seven, I was home and I'm going from seven, about 715, 730 to about 
four or five, sleep a couple hours, do what you need to do, get back. You know, you, you're going back to school, the 41 to the 40 bus. And, and that's what it was. And it was all you took a cab and, you know, but that that was every day. And, you know, what what happened? Your your comrades that were doing the same thing. It was again, there was a brotherhood. You had to figure some things out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, 
You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know, you, and you still hoop it. But the, the, the fascinating part of that is you still hooping at a high level on the top rank, one of the top ranked teams in the nation, going to bed at four and five in the morning, getting up, hitting the grind, whoop-de-whoop. That part of it is amazing. And, I mean, and, and it's not to glorify a book, but it, it definitely is a strength. And it definitely is a testament to your character, especially if you're able to channel and funnel that in different directions, which you ultimately did. You feel me? So part of that, Chris, part of that for me was I still felt the obligation because I had my I had a team of dudes with me who if you ask anybody, what was what was it like dealing with book in high school, like at a game, at an away game, at a home game? It was about 20 of us. And I'm again at five eight, I'm probably the tallest guy. So you you dealing with some guys with some book bags on who knew like after the game, come on, we back at it. Word. We back at it. Word. And after a while, you just it became normal. And the one thing coach talked about, he said, you know, um, you're going to either end up in jail or dead. And, and I, was, I was like, I don't know. That's not true, because, you know, I, I said this to someone the other day, like I never thought I'd be 18. I never thought I'd be 25. Like, so at 48 right now, I'm still dreaming because I don't I, I never planned on this. I never again. I never planned a funeral. I, I never planned um, anything other than just living day by day because what I grew up with on 1249 Clay Avenue in the Bronx, what I grew up with in Harlem on 149th Street and 117th Street, like I've lived so many places, so I've been able to adapt. And, you know, that that sense of oneself, it was from the dudes who gave you the most love. And, and maybe that love wasn't probably the right way because I'll never endorse the choices that, that, I, that I made. Right. It wasn't forced on me. The allure of being outside breaking day, the allure of watching things happen, the allure of being like, oh, snap, such and such, the allure of being with an older woman, the allure of saying like, you know what, I'm 15, but I got 25,000 on me. Like, I would tell any young person, there's, there's, there's better feelings in the world than that, but I didn't know. Right. So then guess what? I just was like, I'm trying to go far away as far away from this and from this. So I picked Florida Atlantic. Chris, I picked, like I told you Hawaii came in and, and coach has suspended me. Yeah. Now, every year I was suspended the first game. Okay. It, it was, it was like clockwork. It was like, he always talked about, I was the best point guard in St. Raymond's history. And I've always said, not, I'm not even, I'm not top five. Like I think Eddie Rivera, Kareem Reed, like those guys, like point guards, yeah, majestic yeah. map killers. Majestic, I yeah. just probably was one of the, the toughest guys because of everything that I had to deal with. Yeah. And what coach realized was like, hold up, you got what in this school? With who? So, you know, you pick Florida Atlantic and I go to Boca Raton and guess what, man? I get kicked out. For what? <laughs> um, a couple of reasons. Like I, I got caught with a gun on campus. Okay. <clears throat> um, I was trying to figure some things out. Yeah. Um, I also got, <laughs> I got caught robbing basically the school. I was taking a um, bike key and I was opening up the, yeah. the wash and dryers and I was taking a candlestick with some gum on it and I was taking all the quarters out. <laughs> 
can't take the kid from New York. And um, <laughs> it is what it is, dog. Yeah, you know. But, and, but, and, and but but how did that? How did that? Like the embarrassment from that. So because it sounds like the arc, right? You was in the streets for St. Raymond's. You somehow decided that you wanted to go to college and wanted to be do something better with yourself. You get to college, Florida Atlantic. You still kind of you know doing some of the same stuff. How did you respond to that? When you got suspended, like, what was your mindset? Was it at a point of like, yo, I need to snap out of this shit and get my shit together? Or was it like, fucking, I'm going back to the street. Fuck this. You know what I'm saying? The streets always welcomed me. And, and that's what I had to understand. Like, they're welcoming because the streets have no plan and they'll always take you back. Word. And I'm telling you. as I dealt with that embarrassment. I just, I didn't, I got tired of letting my, my mom down, man. I got yeah. tired of letting Coach DeCesar down. I got, you know, I felt like I was New York and I got tired of just letting everybody down. And um, I tried to just work. And it's like, man, it was tough because, again, you're talking about at 14 and 15 having a car. And, you know, people telling your mother, like, you know, Book's got a car, you know, and they're saying, no, he doesn't. And I, you know, I park it two blocks around and it's like th the things you had to do, you know, to watch, you know, be being a young adult, you know, and having the kid at 17, man, you know, my, my, my oldest daughter, Chastity. Yeah. You know, you talk about the embarrassment of I got to now try to do this right. You know, I, I go to Boca Raton, Florida and, you know, I just I said to myself, am, am I just a, am I the most toxic person ever? Because everything I deal with, um, you know, I got this charisma and, and I got this stuff about me. But is that just my representative or, or, or am I this guy that's like I'm tricking everybody? Mm. Because my, my, my greatest failures, man, and excuse my emotion, because, you know, yes. again, I, I still live in that. So okay. I, I still live in that. So, you know, when I get when I get suspended, then I get kicked out. And, and I think who really saved my life at that time was Terrence Rencher because he got in trouble at Texas at the same time. OK. And I just was like, you know what? He's a pro. I, I, I've, I've said, you know, lefty, I've, I've said tease. I, I, I thought he was I thought he was a pro since since 13. And I didn't know what a pro was, but I just know he was better than me. I said, yo, if I, I think if I got myself together, he would be fine. You know, again, I, I tried to channel in so many things, Chris, because, so, you know, I get kicked out of Florida Atlantic, and, and rightfully so, yeah. rightfully so. You know, I, I, I deserve everything I got, I deserve. And, and, I, and I would say this, they tried to help. Did they? They tried okay. to help. Okay. I just wasn't in the space to receive help. Okay. You know, I had a, a, a Dr. P Patricia Norm, you know, she was geography class. I didn't show up for a month and she was like, I showed up, you know, we had a good game and she was like, oh, you know, man, you were Richardson. Uh, why, why haven't you been in my class? Go tell your AD and your coach, they need to write me a letter. You know, she was holding me accountable. But Chris, I get kicked out and then it's like, I come back to New York. My mom had, my mom had moved. She's in a house in Georgia, making oh, Georgia. Okay. So you're able to take care of your mom. Now it's like, it's wilder than all outdoors. 
because the streets always welcome you. Yeah. If you have value, they're going to welcome you with open arms. Streets have no plan. They're undefeated because they have no plan. It's fluid. It changes. It changes. I then go to junior college, Farmingdale, for about a month. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not sure I want to do this, man. And my high school coach said, come on in to the office. Coach DeCesar, he said, come on in. I was defiant. I hadn't talked to him. And he said, uh, someone told me that you're going to be dead in less than a year. Someone told me the best thing that could ever happen to you is if you get locked up for about 10 years. Because it saved your life. Like That's the word. Yeah. I go to that man's office. I remember I had this uh, rem, you know, this this lumberjack jacket, this walrus jacket on, some Tams on jeans, you know, and got a couple of guns on me, you know. Again, like fitting the description. And he said, "Take your coat off." I said, "No." I said, "I can't, Coach. I'm cold." He said, "Take your coat off." And that was that moment where I looked in his eyes and like I broke down. And he just held me because he knew he just was like, "Yo, you just." Maybe it's just love you need. He said, but what are you doing this for? And I didn't know. And, and you know what? He gave me a job um, as a, you know, I, I started cleaning the floors at, in St. Raymond's Elementary School. He said, just show up. And it was the weirdest thing because, like, now this is my first real job. <laughs> like, hello, these dudes do this from eight to whatever. Oh, I got the night shift because I'm still thinking, okay, if they got, if I got the night shift there, boom, I got the day shift on clay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm down. To, so, but it just was like, nah, no. And Monroe, Monroe Community College comes around and this guy, Steve DeMail, who recruited me out of high school. I think he was at Wagner. No, that was Coach Brady at Wagner. And uh, he was like, I said, all right. So at that point, like, I had never received any financial aid. Because my mom was there. I just paid everything in cash. And dude was like, what? Here's the cash. It was like, it don't work like that, man. Like, yo, either you get a check, check. No, nah, here's the cash. Yeah. And, and it'll always be like, okay, well, here's that much. Boom. Here's that much. You know what I'm saying? How, how much did you say? You said 11. Okay. That's four. That's six. Oh, sure. Okay. Boom. Yep. That's 11. Yep. Can you count it? No, 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 no. It's counted. Wait. Wait. Wait, what? Right. Just, just wait. It's 20s. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's you know, it's, it's gonna be a pound. Mm-hmm. What? So now you're there, and, and and now I got like so I got like-minded people there with me. My backcourt mate, who he's looking like, what are you doing here? And I'm looking like, you who? Because we knew each other from some other stuff. Right, right. So it's like, what are you doing here? Man, we go 28-3. We lose in the uh, you know, we're number one in the country. Division three JUCO. We have like the 16 game winning streak. I lead the nation in assists and I fall back in love with basketball. Cause it was pure. I'm at Monroe college. They, they all they did was take a like, they, they, you know, again, Roberta Greenberg, Kathy, Kathy Murphy, they became my mom. You know, um, Dr. Ephraim became my dad. I had, be- I, I belonged to something yep. that was greater than myself who I can make proud of other than, the streets <laughs> because I'm telling you, no, that means something. God has blessed me. Yeah. God, God has blessed me to be like, look, 
you, you know, you, you, you can see it. And then after that, you know, my eligibility for Division One, I, I think I had like a year to go or I could go Division Two, and I had two years. So I went to pick Johnstown and led the nation in assists two years back to back. Became an All-American. And by the way, I didn't even like basketball anymore. Mm. But it was just one of those things where it was like a sense of belonging. And it was like, all right, this is kind of what I do. And, you know, again, I had a great coach, Bob Rukavina, who, by the way, became a dad to me. Because as I got older, I didn't realize I had toxic mommy issues because I just, I want my mom, but guess what? She's 15, man. She's growing up. You know, she's not my girlfriend. She's my mother. But guess what? I just, I didn't want to share my mom. Yeah. I know. You know I, didn't, I didn't want to share. I, I, I just wanted, you know, I'm a mama's boy. And I didn't know that at the time because of what you did in the streets. Mama's boys don't do that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Monroe was a great experience. Then I go to Pitt. You know, we, we, we go to the, the NCAA Division II tournament two years in a row from a school that, that's never won. Mm-hmm. And he would say, like, it's something special about you. I'm like, nah, well, I'm, just, I'm out here. At what, but I'm a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And um, at what point? I then. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, book. My bad. Go ahead. No, no, I was, no, no. was going to say, at what point did you, because, you know, leading the nation in assists, you, but you said you fell out of ba- a love with basketball. So maybe you were going through the motions. So did you know that you wanted to do coaching or did you have an inkling of wanting to continue to play, maybe look at overseas, maybe, you know, CBA, USBL or anything like that to try to continue hooping? Or you was like, I went, Mad- I, I went to Madrid and was politely asked to leave. <laughs> <laughs> what you do over in Madrid, book? Book, what you do over there, man? <laughs> I'm just, so, so Chris, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, God has a sense of humor, you know, because yeah. I always say that God has this great sense of humor because he's given me three daughters because he knew how I, how I was. And so he laughs at me, like, deal with that. Um, you know, you get over there and you think you're bigger than the culture. You know, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not speaking Spanish, you know. So after a while, again, they, they didn't need an undersized point guard who let, you know, who, who, who could assist the basketball. They needed somebody who could score. They, they needed somebody, again, when you go to a bull fight, I don't care what you do to a bull. I just want them to die. Word. They didn't need someone facilitating. They needed someone to score. And I, I thought that my way was the right way. And we had a difference of opinion and they politely asked me to leave. Okay. With and no then, pay. So it was great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And then coach, so then that's when yeah. you decided to so get when I coaching? came back home, Came back home and my, my college coach was like, why don't you stay in Johnstown? Why don't you stay in Pennsylvania? Live with me. You're going to be a great coach. I never thought, Chris, I never thought I would coach. That was never on my, ever. Wow. Because I kept saying, like, I couldn't coach me. Knowing that, no, I needed me to coach me. That's the give back. So as you go through this stuff, um, I'm coaching, you know, at, at, at Johnstown. I come back to coach at St. Raymond's. Because Oliver Antigua, you know, who's Orlando's brother. Yeah. Uh, I, at, at one point, you know, was coaching at a junior college. Because, by the way, sorry, I skipped the whole step. I, when I came back, I started doing, like, investment banking with, with J.P. Morgan Chase. Okay. How'd you get into that? How'd you get into that? I'm just telling you, like, this guy named Peter Lindsay, so, you know, took my resume and was like, yo, this dude, you know, basketball player, team guy, smart. Smart. This, this book. Oh, the other stuff. No, 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 no. You talented. Yeah. All right, guess I'm talented. 
And I got hired on a specialized investment team. I dealt with commingle funds and retirements. And lo and behold, you know, I'm working at, you know, I'm, I'm working. And, and I'm telling you the way God works, man. I watched the towers fall. Like, I watched the second tower get hit. I, I worked in, in Brooklyn. Literally, like, only thing that separated us is New York Harbor. Wow. I, I watched people jump. Like, it was like a movie. It was, it was, it was life imitating art. And my, my, my team was broken up. And at that point, I didn't know what else to do because I, my son was born. And I'm like, nah, streets, no way. You know, I got this little boy. You know, I had, you know, again, my oldest daughter, I had no contact. Um, you know, she left. Mom took her away, and, and rightfully so, because I was unstable, let alone a, a father, but a human being. Right. And, um, you know, you go through this. And I started teaching second grade. I was yeah. a substitute teacher. I, I went to interview and they were like, we can't, you don't have the qualification other, other than, a, other than a, a degree, but when was the last time a black male was a coach, was, was a teacher in grade school? Usually, you know, they're Jewish women. Yeah. And, and I started thinking about my greatest teachers, like, wait a Miss Barron, I love my third grade teacher. Okay, she was a Jewish woman. Well, Miss Chase, Miss Burns, oh, I love them. Okay. You know, my, my seventh grade teacher, hold up. And I, I love them. You, you start to think about it. That's who. That's who was teaching you. Yeah. So then I got a job at a, a little bit more permanent as a, I coaching. I mean, teaching sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, and um, in the Bronx, MS three hundred six. And I'm talking about. I was like the third coach and like I mean third teacher in like a month. Those kids were unruly. <laughs> like man, you know, I had one young lady. She was a little bit older than the age, and she was like, mm, "What you doing here?" I said, "What?" <laughs> Guess what? In a month, man, because I was so much like those kids, um, we had a great rapport. Yeah. And then I went to coach. I'm up to coach. I went to teach at a, at Good Shepherd seventh and eighth grade, and yeah. you know, I started realizing like, man, I got a I got a love for this. I got a passion for it. Now, my practice, I mean, my, uh, my my lesson plans weren't great, but I could teach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's what yeah. the Gauchos gave to coach their 14s. And Julius Allen had brought me in. He said, hey, I want you to assist me with Ronald Ramon, Russell Robinson, Sonyata Gaines. Those, mean, those names meant absolutely nothing to me. But he said, you're a really good point guard. You like I said, I, I was, as I was teaching, I was coaching at St. Raymond's. I was also coaching at Monroe College because I was trying to, again, make so much money that I didn't want to run back to things that, that I knew. And I became homeless. You know, I, I'd, I'd got into it. You know, I was irresponsible with money. And I started living on my uh, Ford Expedition. And then Oliver Antigua and Orlando Antigua was like, yo, you go stay with mommy. And I was like, no, I can't stay here. He's like, yo, go stay with mommy. Stayed there. Um, kind of, again, you're coaching and, and everyone saw value in what I was doing because I held the kids accountable. I told them the truth and I knew what was going on. 
because I had won as, as a, you know, junior college, four-year college, high school. I knew what it took to win. And I think we're still at a stage where you were allowed to work. Again, I worked camps. Yeah. I like Hope Group. Rob Kennedy. Yeah. Kind of pulled me in, was like, hey, uh, there's either going to be an opening at Iona or there's going to be an opening at Maris. Which one do you want? I said, I don't, I don't know. He said, well, you're going to interview. I think you're going to be a good coach. That's how that happened. And like, there was no passion for what I was doing. There was just, I love the kids and I felt like I could reach the kids. If I could reach the kids, what you did in between the lines, man, is, is secondary. Yeah. But Chris, that was my biggest, that, you know, that was my biggest claim of fame. And, and then you go into, um, well, man, you're good enough because as I coached AU, I was still coaching high school. So you had the rapport, you had the, you know, you had a relationship and, oh, snap, those guys were in the peach jam. Russell, Ronald, Yada. What's the peach jam? Like, all right, what's that? Well, that's Nike's biggest tournament. Okay, yeah. so what? We're supposed to do this. And I go to college, right? So I go to college. I go to Maris. Matt Brady hires me. And I still want to be involved with the program. But it was one of the weirdest things because as a college coach, I didn't realize, you know, you how, how individual-based, you you know, this this deal is. This is like you're dealing with two to three players, whereas in the Gauchos, I was dealing with 20 to 30. And I remember Matt Brady saying, like, you're, you know, I think you're a Big East coach, man. Like, the relationships, the rapport that you have with people, you know, I think one of my biggest gifts that God has given me is I connect people. You know, so if I'm in a room of 10 people, I'm going to connect all 10 of those people where we're all having a conversation. There's yeah. not going to be 10 separate conversations. Yeah. So, Marist, I'm there for a year. I now, so I was a coach the first time. I had a couple of people say, listen, book, you, you know, the gauchos need a director. You should be, you should direct, you know, the guy that was directing, he, he knows he's moving on. And I came back and I said, I'll never be in college again. Um, and sure enough, I, you know, I, I, now I get this kid, Kimball Walker, that's freaking 14 years old, who, by the way, he was a third or fourth best guard, not player, but guard on that team. And he got him for a couple of years. And as the, the legend would have it, you know, I coached into a Peach Jam championship. But what I did was I managed that group. You know, Jordan Theodore. What team? Hall, what, what team Durant was that? Scott. What organization? Gauchos. Oh, the, oh, the Gauchos. I didn't know y'all won. All right, Gauchos. All right. I've been to y'all gym. So I've been to y'all gym. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is John Middlecoff. From 3 and out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoying myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. So Chris, like, I, I don't know if we have the most peach jams, but I do know I've been a part of three of them. And it's kind of like we've ne- like, again, the teams I, I've coached in peach jam, we've never lost. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> th- there was a summer, man, that people started saying book is like Tiger Woods. Wow. I want a, a USA Olympic under 19 gold in the Olympic festival as a head coach. I think I'm the youngest, I think I'm the youngest African-American coach to win one. Wow, you won the- We won a oh. peach jam. 
We won Vegas. Wow. That was one summer. The summer before that, 16s, those guys tore up. So you talk about a two-year stretch where everyone thought I was skipping steps because you're you're winning at a high level. And then I remember uh, Kenya Hunter, who I met, I was trying to help him with Justin Burrell, a kid who went to St. John's. I know Justin. So the reason I, you know, I tried to help Kenya out at at Xavier because at that point they were powerful with you. Mm. And I thought like that kid would have made sense there. And, and, And I also think that people realize I, my hand was never out for a kid. I just was like, yo, for kids, it wasn't, wasn't it. I didn't know the business of college basketball. I had no idea because I wasn't good enough to get recruited at that level. And I had friends that, you know, you, you heard about it, but again, I had my own stuff going on. So Kenya Hunter, he gets George, I think Georgetown. And he says, book, you know, you already have college experience. I think it'd be really good there. I said, okay. Sean Miller um, went to school with Orlando Antigua. Yep. And my other best friend in life, Jerry McCullough. They all went to Pitt. Book, you know, I think that'd be great. Sean's dope. All right. Boo Williams calls and says, listen, boy, you're going to take the job if he offers it. I'm going to call. I said, all right, well. Okay. John Calipari had come by. He was recruiting Kimba when he's at Memphis. And he said, you know, hey, kid, do you, you know, him and Bruiser Flint kind of like jabbed at me. What's your 401k? Uh, what's your insurance um, package? And, you know, what's your health and medical? With I said, well, I don't have one. He said, oh, okay, well, they have that in college basketball. So I kind of knew where they were going with it. Because, again, Drexel was recruiting Chris Fouch, who, who went there. And I like Drexel got about three of our guys. And I always laugh, like, um, Drexel got three of our guys and Kimball went to UConn. Book got the bag. He's like, what bag? You know, because it wasn't about that. Like, Kimball Walker, the reason he was successful at UConn, because that's where he wanted to go. I had no influence. What I did was I just leveled the playing field. And I was honest with guys. But there was no, he went there, he got that. That, That's why Kimball Walker was really good at, at, at UConn. Like, Chris, A.J. Price was there, Craig Allstreet, Dougie Wiggins, Jerome Dyson. I said, Kimba, go to St. John's. He said, no, um, this is where I want to go. I said, you ready to compete? He said, that's my dream school. That's why he was successful there. So, you you know, you win Peach Jam. I I interviewed at Xavier back, I want to say, in that some May of that, May of that summer, right before I go to you, right before I go to Olympic Festival, right, right before I go to USA Olympic Festival, yeah. I, I interview. I mean, I interview, and I thought we, I thought, I thought it was great. I didn't think I got the job, and he just was like, you, you know, you. He said, no one killed you. He said, I had no one speak ill about you, and I just was like, well, I've never given anyone an opportunity to do that. He hired me. <laughs> And I said, I don't know, coach. I, I want to coach my team. And can I get back to you? He said, yeah. If you want the job, it's yours. What coaches? Was it Skip Prosser? At Zayton. Who, who was the coach? Sean Miller. was he? That was his oh, first, second year. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, Okay, that's when him and Mick Cronin used to get into. Okay, yeah. Cincinnati and all that, that era. Bookie went out? All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. 
So um, what happened was now you are in a situation where that summer passes. I go to I go to Xavier in the fall. So I'm like, OK, I'm a, you know, I'm a full fledged college coach. You have the two year run that you had in summer. We get to an elite eight at Arizona. Like, so think about this, Chris. My first year, we go 30 and eight at, Arizona, at, at, at Xavier. Yeah. My second year, I think we go 29 or something, but we go elite eight, sweet 16. Yeah. We lose in the elite eight to Russell Westbrook, Mbamute, Darren Collison, Kevin Love, that group. That's the crew. We get punished in the elite eight. That's the crew. And, you know, guys are like, wait up. Book, do you realize the, the, the numbers that, you know, that, that you have on the board? Because I, I just thought, like, you won, you know? And we get to Holloway. We get Mark Lyons. We get Jordan Crawford on a transfer. Mm. And you're involved with those guys. And, by the way, like, to Holloway, he's like my baby. You know, I coached him with the Gauchos. Then he, then he played with the middle players. Mm. But you get him on, you know, he had committed to Indiana. And then Coach, Coach Sampson had some stuff going. And we were able to get him on a bounce back. Um, Jordan Crawford, mm-hmm. you know, you get Mark Lyon. So those are arguably three of the best guards in the country. Mm-hmm. And after year two, zone opens. Sean says no initially. They get him again. I'm at a final with uh, with Coach Calipari at, at dinner, and he's like, you know, tell him stop. Tell Sean stop being scared. And then he takes it and he says, book, I want you to come out here with me. And I'm like, really? Now, Chris, what no one realizes two years prior, I had won a tournament in, in Tucson, the Cactus Classic. Okay. Which they had gotten trouble for. NCAA, you know, they got trouble for. Where? And allegedly things were going on. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't see anything like shit. I, I, I'm mad that I didn't. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty funny that you know you you quote unquote come back to the scene of the crime, and you know you get now you leave you leave Xavier, then you go to Arizona, and you know the rest as as you get there, you didn't realize that that's such a mythical place, man. You didn't realize what a blue blood was. You 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 had no idea what it was to recruit a player there. Right. You, again, I never, I never recruited UCLA. No, against right. SC, Kentucky. Again, at Xavier, I'm recruiting against the the, the Atlantic Ten. Yeah. A couple of small Big East, and what you always say, we win here. We get to the tournament. What do you say against Kentucky? What do you say against Duke? What do you say against Carolina? What do you say against Florida? You know, that national championship talk. You got to talk that. So title. I'm telling you. And, and especially with them, you know, because again, you know, right, UCLA, they don't put up Final Four banners, they put up national championship banners. Where, you know, Howland had been to back to back to back Final Four. Think about that shit. Yeah, they got his ass up out of there. <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 I'm now in Arizona, I'm trying to figure it out. And I got these great relationships across the country because, again, now I'm Nike grassroots. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've maintained relationships. I've done people. I think I've done people the right way. And I've been honest. And now guys are saying, hey, book, I can help you. But I didn't realize sometimes what help meant. Like, you know, book, hey, you got to figure some shit out. You know, um, 
And that, and like I said, that's as you get to Arizona, as you get to a high major spot, man, like you said, you're talking about titles. You know, how, what do I say in, a, in, in the living room that Jim Calhoun's been in? Mm. What do you say in the living room that Ben Holland's been in? Yeah. What do you say to Tim Floyd's been in that living yeah. room? But all those guys have had first rounds. They've had lottery. Yeah. What, what do you say? You know, so I, I think what no one understands is what it truly takes to get a player. Right. What it truly takes to get a win. What it truly takes for all of this stuff to happen because fans just think they show up to your school because there's great parties, there's great alumni. It's like Kansas has great alumni. They got great parties. Yeah. They got a big old beautiful dorm. Mm-hmm. You play it. What, what's better than that? Right. Paulie, like what, what's better than Paulie Pavilion? <laughs> He like again, you know, fight on, right? Yeah. Kentucky. So I've always said as I've gone through my stuff, like I never, and, and by the way, Chris, no one ever sat you down and say, Book, this is what it's gonna take to get a player. You think another coach is gonna tell me what it is to, to get a player now? So my relationship always had me involved. And then it was okay, well, finish the deal. We're dating now, we got to marry. How, how, how are you going to marry? How is this arrangement going to work? Mm. <laughs> well, book, mm-hmm. this is what I need. I need to get the games. All right. Book, this is what I need. All right. You know, so as you go through it and, you know, your, your staff is like, damn, that's what it takes to get a player. Yeah. Man, and book, and just so we're clear, book, just so that the audience understands, like this is how it goes down across the board in big time basketball, whether or not, Folks are admitting it, whether or not they're talking about it. It's one of them big-ass elephants in the room that people just quite don't grasp. They think college kids are supposed to get the scholarship and be happy with that. They don't understand what else goes into it, the backgrounds that these kids come from, and the certain there's needs. There's things that need to be provided. Let's talk a little bit about that in your – just where the place that you were coming from when you did a lot of the things that you chose to do for kids. The unspoken truth is, uh, again, I was one of those kids that I, I, I wanted to take care of. And, and when I say take care of, I think my biggest thing was once you're on my campus, I can't. I, Chris, I, if I'm recruiting, I sat down in your living room. And I said, I'm going to make sure your son is good. Your son, your son or daughter is good. Right. That didn't mean when they get to campus and they're hungry, I'd say, ah, Chris, you don't have to sleep. I can't do it. Oh, motherfucker, when you sat me down, you said you would do, you would take care of them. Yep. So while well, they get sneakers, well. Again, you know what? The new Jays came out, man. Yo, coach. Um, so this chick, you know, I want to hang out. All right. Gotcha. Hey, coach, I know, you know, we get a meal plan, but man, we're going to take a girl out. Whether they, so those are the things you need to get, you need to, you know, coach, you know, mom's really ain't got it. Pops really ain't got it. You know, can you, all right. What games they need to get to? Yo, um, damn coach. Your rent's late, you know, moms. Because like I said, you do have some kids that they take, they, they pell check. They send, send it home. home. Send it home. Why are you doing it on my watch? Right? Because all the money that you're making for this university. Granted, is it wrong? I get it. Am I a rule breaker? I broke the rules. I never broke a law. Mm-mm. And my integrity, again, as a kid, because I identify with those kids. With some of them getting over, our oh, coach, I need, of course, they all do. Yeah. 
But I know this, if I'm recruiting you and I tell you I'm going to do everything for you, and then that's what I'm going to do. Did I ever buy anybody a car? Never. I couldn't afford it. And then you start to look at like, well, this kid got $100,000. Well, I only made $200,000. You think I can do it? <laughs> giving half your salary? Get up out of here, man. That's before taxes. Yeah. You know, so, so I kind of laugh like, you know, the... I've had people come and say, look, look, they need to build a statue of you in front of not Arizona, but the NCAA, because you saved college basketball. I don't know if I did, if I didn't, but I do know if you're on scholarship, that's that that's enough money to, to, to get you by. But I do know like, though, though you, you do have some special situations where this guy's the number one overall pick in the draft. This guy's the number two overall pick in the draft. You don't think someone's pulling at him to get his services? Mm-hmm. And by the way, his platform, you don't think the, the, the university understands the platform? You don't think the university understands, like, when we travel places, that it's a, that's free advertisement for them? Yeah. You, you, you don't think, well, hey, the scholarship does you. Hey, let the agent pay for the kid to go to school. Now see what your scholarship does. <laughs> I remember I had a parent tell me, I don't want the scholarship. I want to walk on. Yeah. You can't do that. Why? Because I can't control you. I can't control your name and image and likeness. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the big problem that I see also book in other sports where young kids turn professional, tennis, golf, these other sports where you can be pro and amateur and they have like, like they, they don't have that blurred line. But I find that in college basketball and specifically the, that that was the sport that, that basically ham, hamstrings you the most on being able to earn, being able to capitalize off of, off of your talent. The like two revenue generating sports. It's wild. Do you know how shady that is? An American base. That's shady. And, and no one addresses that. But you start to say, again, you look at the NFL, you look at the NBA. Those are the two things we watch. Our issue turns into Title IX yeah. because what you do for one, you have to do for the other. Word, word. There's your issue. Your, your issue isn't anything else. Like, how do we pay them? Where do we pay them? They're going to get paid. It's how you pay everybody. It's how you pay everybody. And I'm just saying, like, but in America, do we do we pay everybody the same? No, we don't. The, C, the CEO of Bank of America, I don't know if he gets paid the same as Chase. Is it, the, is it you know, equal billing? I don't know. But I do know this, like the disparity in terms of when you can pay when you can pay a college head coach six, seven, eight million dollars, then that means you can pay the kids. Come on, man. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That that means you can do it. But and, and again, this nasty game of when you take money from sponsors, when you take money from the sneaker companies, when you take money from from Budweiser, when you take money from Coca-Cola, you're taking money from them. Why? Not because you're a great because you have a great product. Your your talent is something they want to get behind. They want that's it. Because again, let's say I identify early. You know, now guess what? I, I identify with you. You know, at team. Hopefully, we can have a relationship through twenty eight, man, ten years for real. Book. I think uh, that one of the things that really stood out. You know, I followed the whole case, the whole scandal. Watched watched the movie. Uh, one of the things that really struck me about you as a man during that whole time, um, you never sold out nobody. You took everything on the chin. You ate it all. You did the time. Talk about your convictions as a man and why it is that you didn't basically snitch on nobody. Because we're in an era of, of snitching, of tattletelling, of cover your ass. 
you're a throwback old school type. I'm trying to, I'm, that's the thing I respect about you the most. And that's one of the reasons I call you a legend, brother, is because of what you did, man. It's unbelievable. Just talk about that a little bit, bro. Those 90 days were the worst 90 days of my life because, again, what, what, what it took away was your freedom, you know, to, to, to be jailed, to, to be incarcerated, to have that happen to you over basketball. And my, my integrity wouldn't allow me to tell on anyone. Um, you know, as, as I said, man, I sat in those offices, you know, whether it was the Department of Justice, whether it's the FBI, you know, and they asked about a lot of schools. They asked about a lot of people independently. And I just was like, I don't know what they do. You know, it, there was one situation where someone was like, we know, you know, where the b- bodies are buried because you buried them. Mm. And Chris, my point was the last thing in the world would, I would ever want anyone to feel the way that I felt. You know, again, I was suicidal. Um, I was depressed. I was emotionally distraught. You lose so much in such a short amount of time based on the decision that I made that I, that I really thought I was helping a kid. And when you're, we're still four years and nothing has happened. But when you look at who the victims were, there were four black assistant coaches that, that wore it. And this guy from New York City who's still wearing it, um, you know, because I fight emotion with this because I'm now trying to figure some things out because I do need help. And it's the first time in my life that I've asked for help openly. And it's just like, what happened? You know, well, this is what happened. I spent 90 days in jail. Um, you know, you have a felony on your record at 48 years old. Um, I've basketball has been incredibly good to me. I'm not sure what else I can do in life. I also feel a certain compassion and conviction to help, no pun intended, to help kids because I knew if I didn't have basketball, I would have been a long time ago. And Chris, you start to say like, all right, well, book, you know, you're you're trying to rebound. And as you try to rebound, you know, you look in the rear view mirror and like, man, what happened? Because I have to explain to myself, you know, you're a convicted felon. You know, you have this felony. Um, you have the scarlet letter that, that you can't get, get rid of. And I'm like, what do you do? Right. You lose everything. You know, my family has been displaced. I've not worked a, a, a legitimate job in four years. I've been homeless again. You know, I've slept in an office. I've gone through a divorce. $20,000. And by the way, I had some things going wrong in my life before this. But when you look at the big picture, you just start to say like 20 grand. Like whack, what man. I did. I, it's fucking whack, dog. It's so whack. I would never want anyone else. to. I would never want anyone else to feel that way. And, you know, again, I saw old school movies where, you know, I saw Goodfellas. Hey, you know, you go do your time. And when you come out, they, they, they take care of you. I thought that would happen. And unfortunately, um, you know, I was wrong. And you know what? Everyone else, you know, again, like I said, they protect themselves. They protect their investments. And, and, and that's OK. You know, I still got to figure some things out in life. And, you know, like I said, I'm asking for help. You know, it doesn't have to be basketball. Hey, there, I guess there's other things I could do. But I didn't want, you know, as I would tell a 28-year-old, I don't want to tell a 48-year-old version of me that I'm nothing, that I'm worthless, that I have no 
that I have no value because that's that's what you think. You know what I'm saying? You go to jail and I just, you know, you think of yourself as nothing. You, you think like, I went to jail for a reason. So, you know, I've owned everything and yeah, and that's it. And there's, you know, there's some proud days that I have, like, you know what, you did the right thing. And there's some days it's like this code that you believe in, book. This code is bullshit. It is. It is on a certain level, but but it's my code and I stand on it. I am the Great Wall of China. I'm solid. Yes, sir. No question about it. I'm solid. Nobody can take that away. I'm as solid as they get. I'm as real as they get. Absolutely. And I don't know nothing else. I wish I did, but Chris, I know nothing else. I know, man. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is John Middlecoff. From 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. 
Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Um, man, it's the emotions, man. I, I was watching your interview with Rashid and Bonzi, bro, and I was getting choked up, too, because I realized, like, I didn't know you... But, until I start watching these interviews and hearing you talk, man, and you really did it, man, from the, from the heart, the love, integrity means something to you, brother. And we don't find that a lot no more, man, in this game where people really believe in their values and will sacrifice, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's something you did. So no matter what, but no matter what anyone out here says or whatever they looking at this shit like, man, you, you are not in the wrong. I don't care what rules and all that BS. Cause the rules is draconian. Anyway, the rules is bullshit from jump street anyway. And now they, they, they actually sent, you actually had to do time. I, I was reading where they was throwing what a million dollar fine. And like how many, what was the original thing they were trying to hit you with? 1.1 million dollar fine, 60 years. Come on, man. 60 like, years and a 1.1 million dollar fine restitution as, as well for the conspiracy of bribery oh. conspiracy to bribery yeah yeah but book move in the southern district of new york where they prosecuted john Gotti, where the they South- prosecuted you know el chapo yo the southern That's district does not fuck around the southern district does not fuck around at all southern district of the world most powerful i salute them yeah yeah but um being back involved with youth, youth basketball back in the gym at Gaucho gym for the last several years. Does that experience motivate, help inspire you, help keep your spirits uh, up and keep your eye on the prize? Most days because I can still help because I can help, you know, directly. Um, you know, I, I've, I, I tell coaches all the time, like I got guys in my gym that can help you. And you, you know, you know, again, I, this is the heaviest I've ever been. Um, I'm not as quick on the floor. I may be a lot of things. I may be the guy who risked my career for $20,000, but I still no talent. And I got talented guys in my gym every morning at 830 that I laugh and I marvel, you know, this, this transfer portal that you're going to, you're going to deal with a kid through a transfer portal that you don't know versus dealing with a kid who I'm, I'm telling you, he can help you. And by the way, there's no strings attached. I just want to help a kid. And if I got friends, you know, um, or associates, because I, that that word you got to use loosely, family, friends, and associates. You know, if, if I can help a kid um, get his degree, 
man, I, I, I think I did my job. I think that's God's work. You know, I, I call this, I call this my sanctuary, my church. Um, you know, so that, that's what it's about for me. And as tough as it is, because, you know, like I'm really bad around tournament time because, you know, selection show, I know what I, what I was doing for, you know, the last 10 years, I was figuring out who, you know, who I had in the first round, what scout I had in the first round or who I had, you know, hopefully second round, you know, looking at, you know, um, what you want to do with the guards that day? What you know? Who, would you help out with the bigs or you know who, what game plan? So it's emotional because it's like something that you're used to, and it's like um, you know when you have when you have esteem issues, when, when you know when, when you have character flaws, sometimes you gravitate to the thing that 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 you think makes you the best, and it was basketball, and it's like when that's taken away, you know I've had people say, well, what's next? And it's like I I don't know because again I just I'm the guy that you give me some hammer and and you give me a hammer and some nails, I just go nail some shit up. And then it's like, whatever it looks like, it looks like. But when that's done, guess what? Give me some more hammer, give me some more nails and give me another hammer. I'm going to nail some more shit. I'm yeah. a worker. I'm a doer. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, that's it. Have you, have you thought about trying to get, have you tried to get into the league, uh, the NBA on a certain level? No, I mean, yes, yeah, I have. Like, again, it's just, it's COVID. You know, I've heard a book, it's COVID. It's, uh, you know, there's so many things. And then I just laugh because I'm like, these are the same people who would call me for reports about kids. And it's like, guys, I'm not actually to say it's bullshit. I'm just saying, give me an opportunity, please. So, you know, that's what hurts because everybody that, that I've helped in this, in this situation, the only thing I'm saying is I need help now. Not I want help. I need the help. I'm not saying you have to hire me and put me on a bench. I'm not saying you got to hire me. You hire me and just say, hey, book, I need a report every four, four weeks. They if do you don't want me around, like if I have, if I still yeah. have this stench on me, you know, because again, maybe, maybe you look at me as a corpse, you know, because I said that maybe people want this to go away because again, it's been four years. And if you ask somebody, Book Richardson, they, they don't know. If you tell them what happened, they're like, oh, that, that happened. Whether it's NC2A, whether it's Arizona, whether it's people that, you know, Sean Miller, everybody that, that's involved, you just start to say like, what happened to Book, Book Richardson? Because everyone else, it's a happy ending. But why do you think, that like Arizona and your crew, your coach, like it hasn't been a lot of public support for you. Or why do you think that is that maybe they covered their own ass and kind of let you take the rap? That's how I looked at it, book. I mean, they just let, they let you be the fall guy and nobody says shit. And so, you know, they wash their hands, cleaned up. And now look at them, yeah. their situation. Sean Miller gets fired. They got a new coach, the whole nine. Just talk about that a little bit. Your thoughts on that, man. Yeah, my thoughts on that is, just, is, is is weird because again, you know, everyone's CYA. I'm the only one that didn't that cover my ass. Again, my integrity didn't allow me to do it. And you can say I'm stupid. You know, I, I've heard stupid. I, I've heard so many things. And it's like when I wake up, I'm okay. I look at myself. Yeah. And like I said, that integrity. It it, you know, the one thing I've said at least some, at least people don't trustworthy. If not for anything else. And as I, you know, again, you talk about guarding Pandora's box, a lot of what, what Pandora's box and I've seen want that to come out. Because basketball is still pure to me, yeah. you know, other than the birth of my children, man, like I said, basketball has been the purest thing in the world to me. Yeah. And when those people choose to, you know, again, it's, it's easy to dispel me and, and have me as a rogue agent than to say, if you have to deal with the university itself, everybody that's there would, would have been fired. Right. Had they admitted guilt, like I said, hey, you know, it was me. Right. They be it's over. 
No, it's it's all the way it's all the way done. Hold on, real quick. But can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, cool. Oh man. Nah, nah, I hear you, man. I hear you. Um man, it's been a hell of a conversation today, bro. Um, I appreciate you for coming on and, and sharing, you know, your you journey. family. Man, you family. I, I get it, Chris, I get hit all the time. Yo. Won't you write a book? You know, I know you need money. You should do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, I just need to get to a space where there's level of sincerity where, yeah, you know, I will write a book. Sure. You know, I am. And I, I think for me, it, it'll, it'll, it'll exercise my demons because like I said, I, I've been attacked in such a way that no one person should have to deal with. So, you know, again, this armor that I got on, you know, it, it takes you, it takes a lot, man. You know, because again, everyone else is fine. And, you know, am I bitter? Yeah. Sometimes, you know, am I bitter that, yeah, you know, some, some nights that, you know, I'm eating at McDonald's, um, <laughs> bundle, <laughs> you know, fine. double cheeseburger fries and, you know, in a sweet or high C arms. Cause it got high C arms back. <laughs> I heard about that. Hey, but Hey, but you eating book and you hear it, man. And you got a lot, man. And we love you, man. And we, man, anything that I can do, man, at any point in life, man, help, bro, hit me up, man, because you're you're a real one. And everybody that I know in basketball has never had a bad thing to say about you. Everyone. You've recruited so many people that I know, parents, and just everyone's always just like just so much love for book. I'm so glad that I finally got a chance to chop it up with you, my brother, and see, you know, really the man. Um, that's the, who the real man is. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I wanted to do with this podcast book. I wanted people to hear it in your words, find out about you, man, and, and understand you're much more than $20,000 trying to help some kids, brother. And I, I just want you to understand that. Like, that's not going to define who you are, my man. And uh, I have no doubt because you are, you're a grinder and a hustler and you, you're going to get it done. So I have no doubt, man, you're going to be back on top doing something, doing the thing that you love, my brother. And, I, and I'm bank, banking on that, bro. I appreciate it. And like I said, I'm, I'm always here, man. I'm a phone call away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, Book Richardson. Thank you, sir. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby! Wait! 
Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. Get in zone. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix Finder, only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.